Welcome to Empower Your Oils. Today's episode is about the oil of empowerment and how to be the creator of your own life and the power of ritual. Empower Your Oils. It's essentially magic. A podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen. This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of Deuterra essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Deuterra essential oils, visit EmpowerYourOils.com. Hey, this is Janet. I'm so happy you're here today. Today, I'm drinking a blueberry pomegranate ginger bellini. It has um, ginger oil, ginger doTERRA essential oil, of course, um, some champagne slash sparkling wine, and some palm pomegranate blueberry juice, and it is really yummy. Side note, though, wouldn't recommend using sparkling wine on a podcast because it makes you a little burpy. (laughs) 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 Hilarious. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Gina and I'm super excited to be here today to talk about the empowerment of ginger, the empowerment of us through the oil ginger. And um, we were just giggling before we got on and pushed record that this really was the oil that made us want to do the whole Empowering Your Oil podcast. So this is kind of a fun episode. So today, um, another reason I wanted to do this, this actually was what I wanted to be for number one, but I'm drinking the Triple G, which is ginger oil and ginger ale and gin. So I call it the Triple G, one of my favorites. Sounds good. So I wish great. I, I wish I liked gin. Not so much, though. <laughs> you don't even taste it. You don't even taste it in this little concoction. It's so great. Um, I used to not like gin, and then, I don't know, someone told me they went on a safari, and every time you came home in Africa, and every time you came home from the day of the safari, they would meet you out at the Jeep with the gin and tonic, and I was like, was it great? And they were like, oh my God, it was the best thing ever. And so then I started drinking gin and tonics and um, visualizing that I was in Africa just getting off of a safari. And yeah, that's how I fell in love with gin. Cool. There's my gin story. When I get to Africa, I'll go for it. (laughs) (laughs) We could go to Africa because we are the creators of our own life. So if that is something you want to do, I'd say let's uh, write it on our our boards and make it happen. Absolutely. How fun would that be? It would be so fun. Hmm. Yeah. I just went down a little tangent in my brain. Okay. (laughs) So before we talk about ginger 
I want to talk a little bit about ritual. And so with this podcast, we're of course using doTERRA essential oils and we always want to reference you back to episode one, two, and three that talks a little bit about how to use them aromatically and topically and internally and um, to always do your own research. But the other piece of this podcast that's very near and dear to my heart personally is the use of intention or ritual. And so I thought that this episode would be great to um, share my thoughts about ritual and have you start questioning in your mind really what ritual means to you. And so by that, I mean, what is your definition of ritual? And I'm going to read a little excerpt of this up and coming book that I'm writing. I didn't know I was writing it until a while back, but apparently I am. And so this is kind of the first little burby and I'm just going to read it to you. So it says ritual. What does ritual mean to you? What is your definition of ritual? Ritual to me is bringing sacredness and devotion to a quote-unquote thing, so like anything, bringing presence and intention to what you do. And presence and intention are the things that will actually take the mundane into magical. So, so, so it's transferring and transforming the mundane into something magical. So the most important thing that I want to share is to encourage you to use your own language around ritual. So I can't remember, Janet, are you, do you love or are not in love with the word ritual? I'm not in love with it. Okay. Yeah. I didn't think so. I knew you were not in love with the word prayer. And so um, I, and that's a, tr a tricky one for me too. So so for me, I love the word ritual, and I know what it means to me, which may not be what it means to the Mr. Webster in the dictionary, but ritual, devotion, intention, prayers, um, spells, uh, magic, um, spirit. So most of this podcast is going to be done. I'm done reading because I can't read from it because it doesn't make sense because I'm talking about a book. But anyway, you guys probably didn't need to know that, but that's where I went with that. <laughs> So what I want you guys to know is this podcast is done in mine and Janet's language, and we have very different languages, although similar belief systems. We just sometimes use different language. So I want you to really own what language speaks to you and what your words are that move your soul that allow you to connect to God or source or spirit and and that's another word that you have to take on your own language for so part of this podcast i'm hoping is that you can dive into like what are your words what is your language if ritual freaks you out maybe it's prayer um janet loves the word intention when it comes to doing um, mantras or affirmations or that's how she empowers her oils is through the active intention and sometimes we use mudras, which are hand positions, and sometimes we use breath, and sometimes we do yoga, and sometimes we shake, and sometimes we put it in alcoholic beverages. And so there are all sorts of different ways to do what I would call ritual, which is living your entire life sacredly through intention. So just 
know your words and know what moves you and what, um, know what moves you and know what can take you to stillness and then also know what moves you uh, or, and also know what gets you stuck and what triggers you. So basically it comes down to know thyself, know who you are and own who you are. So even though I use the word ritual, Janet uses the word intention and when I use it, it doesn't piss her off. And when she uses it, well, I'm an Aries. It might kind of be like, why can't you just use ritual? But I totally feel like respect her and I understand that that's what works for her. So the guidelines can be endless, but um, I just want to encourage you to have strength, to empower yourself, to create your own life, to, um, to really just bring more sacredness and intention to living an intentional life. And um, one thing to always remember is where the heart and mind goes, your energy follows. And so to me, where the heart and mind goes, magic follows. And that's my little blurby on when we bring ritual, it just means bringing intention or specific mantras or specific something to an act that we do or have created. One of my things is to me, ritual is a little bit um, intimidating maybe. So I also tend to say I do practice stuff because then if you're just practicing, it doesn't mean it's like definite and you're always improving and you're always moving along. So to me, that's, I practice intention and Gina does rituals of devotion. <laughs> Which is awesome. The word practice, when you said that to me, was reminding of me and my fear of um, commitment. And that's uh, <laughs> right, right. So, does ritual bring up that for you? It's like, it's does that mean ritual you have to like do it or you have to be committed to it? Yeah, it seems a little bit commitment thing. And you know, I'm a little commitment phobic. I've got a little bit of that in me for sure. Yeah. yeah we're human, right? We're, we're here working on our own inner stuff. So cool. Is there anything you want to say about intention besides the, the art of practicing? Well, I have to say that until I met Gina, intention was not really anything a part of my life or ritual was not either for sure. Um, and so I really love the practice of intention. So I practice it every day and play with it and change it and see how it works in my life. Um, some days it's totally goofy and strange and sometimes it really hits home and it's like, wow, that was amazing. Um, that's, and like, especially when we're talking about empowerment with ginger and empowerment has always been something that's been a part of my life. And so I love the fact that we're talking about empowering our oils and empowering our lives and, you know, the goal of my life is to empower, especially women and girls, but everyone in the world to become present in their own life and be in charge of it. So this is definitely the oil that hits home most with me. I love, I love that. Something came to me when you were talking and then it went away. <laughs> but it was important and I wanted to share it, but now it's not there. Oh, I know. Sometimes when I work with my one-on-one -on -one clients, I will create rituals around strange things. Um, like, and I, I wanted to share this because 
I think sometimes I agree with you, Janet, sometimes the word ritual tends to be, um, um, what did you say? What was the word you said? Uh, I have no idea, but to me it's okay. more serious or something. Serious, yeah. So, um, well, Janet, can I talk? I can. Okay, no, I won't use you. I won't use an example. So, I had a client who was um, having an issue um, at work, and we decided to create a magical kind of spray and a ritual that she she had this own mantra, and then anytime she was kind of freaking about about this specific thing, she we made a really silly name for um, uh, uh, her magical spray. And so she ha she gave herself a mantra and she gave herself some essential oils and she would spray it when she would get into this little funky space at work. And, um, and, and it had a really funny, I can't remember it, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it, but and a really funny um, name. And so creating ritual doesn't necessarily have to be this, Thing. like to me anything is ritual even sometimes people cook turkey on Thanksgiving and that happens to be someone calls it a tradition but that is also turned into an annual ritual where people that's what they do and so try and think outside the box when Janet and I bring in rituals it may be something you do every day it may be something you do once in your life and it dramatically shifts you and it may just be something that you try once because we asked you to try it and that you liked it and you actually do the rest of your life. So um, just know that you can make up a ritual for everything. And I, I have even a sacred pooping ritual. And I said, poop, yes, sacred <laughs> shooting, letting go. And we'll talk about that in a later episode. But know that um, anything can be done with intention. So Anyway, let's talk about ginger and empowerment. You ready? Ready. Let's go. Okay. Do we want so, to do um, like the physical kind of properties first? No, I want to do our, for our favorite uses first. Oh, our favorite uses. Yeah. What's your favorite use, Gina? So I drink ginger pretty much every morning in my hot water. And I have a big mason jar that I put my hot water into and with one or two drops of ginger. And I actually do that for my morning ritual time. So I'll get up and I'll go to my altar and I'll do my rituals and I'm drinking this big glass of ginger water. And it is um, always bringing in for me to, um, well, it's, I'm just really, my intention is to allow myself to really connect to my spine and connect to my, align me to my truth so I can stand fully in my, I guess, best and highest level of empowerment, although I'm always working on that. So that's my favorite use. It's also really amazing for hangovers. <laughs> although I found since I started drinking libations with essential oils that I don't actually get many of those, which is awesome. Me neither, which is pretty interesting and cool. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite use? Um... Well, I'm doing it right now. I'm diffusing um, ginger and wild orange together. And mm. it's to make me feel empowered and abundant and motivated. So I, when I really need some motivation for work, I, that's what I put in my diffuser. And um, I was just looking in our favorite book here, The uh, Emotions and Essential Oils, A Modern Research for Healing. And it says that it, 
Ginger powerfully persuades individuals to be fully present and participate in life. And I think that's how you become empowered is you start participating in your own life and being present and really owning your own, owning yourself and owning your actions and your thoughts and your emotions. Awesome. That's one of the things awesome. that makes me really excited about Ginger. Cool. What are a couple of other things? Let's see. I'll name a few. Oh, we have to do the quick fact of the day for Ginger, <laughs> which was actually my one of my favorite uses, which is, is a great hangover oil? And so you can totally add it, um, add it to your OJ in the morning or pineapple juice. And then um, I, of course, <laughs> you know, it's never bad to throw in a shot of vodka in there too. Little hair of the dog. Yeah. So the quick fact of the day is it's a great hangover oil. It's really great for nausea. And um, a couple other things I like it for or have used it for is pelvic pain. Um, of course, diarrhea, gas, or flatulence, anything that does with digestion. It is a wonderful oil to travel with on the airplane. Um, oh, and of course, you know, I love all things sex. And so this helps to increase your libido. What are some other things you can use it for? Um, well, since I have celiac disease, the whole ingestion, ingestion system is my favorite thing because I'm still having those kind of things and I wish I would have known that earlier. It's also good for morning sickness, which would have been great to know 21 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was long before I knew anything about essential oils, so... But if you are in that space right now, Ginger will be your friend. Yeah. Awesome. A couple other things is um, clubfoot. And, right, rheumatic fever pain, rheumatoid arthritis, scurvy, vertigo. And um, actually this says that it really can help with cravings for alcohol addiction. So... And that, that's kind of an interesting thing because most of our cocktails can always be made without alcohol. And so um, it's just always something to remember. So black pepper actually, and now ginger. I didn't actually know that until I started creating this this, uh, this episode. So cool. Very cool. Anything else that you can think of that you want to share about ginger? Janet? No, I don't know. It just, it's a great, I love the spice and the heat it brings to whatever you're cooking or drinking. Yeah. Like my drink is pretty awesome. It's like kind of that sweet, spicy flavor, which is really yummy to me. I like this. Okay. The, the, the dichotomy of the two being sweet and spicy. Mm-hmm. So let's see, if you and I were just sweet and just spicy, which one would I be? <laughs> I'm not sure either one of us would be the sweet. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a restaurant the other day and the guy was like, so do you want sugar for your tea or are you sweet enough? And I was like, oh, wow. He got a bigger tip, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> 
let's move into the empowerment of um, the oil of empowerment, which um, sounds so cliche, but just using ginger with or without intention is going to bring empowerment to your life. And we think that is pretty freaking phenomenal. Um, some other properties it has is capable, purposeful, accountable, being responsible. Oh, Janet, you told me something really cool about something you heard yesterday. Do you want to talk about the word responsibility? Yeah, responsibility has always been like this trigger to me. Maybe it's because I'm the baby of the family. I never want to be responsible. It just is like sounds horrible to me. And I was listening to the Big Magic podcast yesterday with Elizabeth Gilbert, who, of course, I love. And she kept telling um, this person she was talking to that the definition of responsible is the ability to respond. And how great is that? If you're present in your life, you have the ability to respond. It takes totally the, I don't know, the scariness, the non-funness out of it <laughs> for me. Yeah. I thought that was a great way to look at it. Yeah, I love that. I'd heard that before and I don't know if it was through her or some somewhere else and I I hadn't written it down. I'm so glad that you brought it up today and and that it's really about being fully present present so you can participate in your life, which is really what this um this ritual or intention or mantra is about. So the mantra and um remember a mantra is just a statement that is an affirmation or a um intention statement. So the mantra that we created with this is I am the creator of my own life. I am the creator of my own life. And the ritual, I don't know, are we going to put a video up? Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel so responsible to, to do that. <laughs> So we may or may not have a video up on the website of how to do this. So I'm going to kind of walk you through it and we'll walk through a couple of times. It's not um, very challenging. And of course I want you to own, I want you to own this. And so there's a little bit of a flow that goes to it and I will try and um, walk you through the best you can. So of course the first thing that I'm going to have you do is take one drop of ginger and put it into your left hand. And one thing I like to do is hold the bottle up just a little bit, maybe 12 to 18 inches above your hand. So it's, so it can drop through all the energy before it hits your hand. So try that. And then you're going to rub your palms together and activate the oil. And you're not going to bring it directly up to your nose. You're just going to kind of rub your hands together to, add to activate it. And as you inhale, your hands are going to stay together kind of in a prayer pose and they're going to um, gently lift up into the air and your eyes are going to follow and you're going to look up at your thumbs and then your hands are going to separate a little bit and you're taking a nice big inhale here. So your hands are kind of like in a Y your eyes and neck are back and looking up. And as you exhale, you're going to bring your hands back together in prayer pose. So your palms are together and bring it gently down. And you're going to stop your thumbs at your third eye or your brow point. You're just going to rest there and you're going to say in your mind, I am the creator of my own life. Then you're going to take another inhale and slowly 
open your palms, but then rub them just in front of your nose, not rub them, but bring them and kind of open them up through your nose so you can smell as you inhale. And your hands naturally are now in this cup position and from your nose, you're just going to, your elbows are gonna be against your chest and you're just gonna open your hands so this cup mudra is in front of your heart. And you're gonna say, I am the creator of my own life. And then pull the hands into the heart in prayer pose. Let's see if I did that right. Did I do that right, Janet? I think you did. All right, so let's take it through again with less description. So inhale, raise your hands above your head. Let your eyes follow. Hands separate. Exhale, bring your hands together in prayer pose down to your third eye. Thumbs are touching your third eye and say gently, I am the creator of my own life. Inhale, gently open your palms, take a nice sniff. And then the cup of mudra is going to be right out in front of your heart, which is a beautiful thing to receive. So you're still inhaling, bring your hands together into your heart center and purpose and say again, I am the creator of my own life. So it's three mantras, but two breaths. Let's do it one more time. Inhale up. Hands spread wide. Exhale, bring your hands to your thumbs to your third eye. I am the creator of my own life. Inhale, smelling the oil as it passes through your, by your nose. Cup of prayer mudra in front of your heart. Exhale, hands into your heart. I am the creator of my own life. Yay! That was great, Gina. Thanks. Yeah. And one of my, you, oh, one of my oh. favorite things about this this ritual is the beginning where you come up into a V with your arms above your head because that is an empowering stance. So if you ever, you know, need some empowerment, like if you're going to a business meeting or an interview or something, just do the power stance with your arms up in a V. It's like for victory before you go in and it lifts your whole body's energy up to be empowered. So that's my favorite. <laughs> I, love, I love that. I love that. So we called that victory pose and we had some pictures when we went on vacation of us standing around at different places in victory pose. Maybe we can pull those up and post those online. Um, That'd be fun. <laughs> right. So I do want to think, I, I do want to share, you can do this as few or as many times as you want. It's kind of a beautiful sun salutation that you can absolutely do um, sitting at your desk. I wouldn't recommend doing it while you drive, but you can do it consistently. Like if you wanted to put on um, some light music in the background and do it for three minutes or 11 minutes, or a, I mean, you could even actually do it for a half an hour if you wanted to, but you can, it also will be beautiful if you just did, did it one time through. So we hope you have fun with the oil of empowerment and that you create your own rituals and of course we would love to hear any feedback from you about how you are out there empowering your life and we love that you shared your time with us today yep that'll be great and if you do have some empowerment victories to tell us comment on our blog on empoweryouroils.com we would love to hear from you Bye. Bye. Mwah, mwah, mwah.
and doTERRA essential oils to receive fun free downloads and even a variety of not so free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means sign up for our email list. are not doctors, scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.